breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Disneyland unveiled its more inclusive Jungle Cruise ride, which means the only offensive thing left at Disneyland is the cost to enter. Jillian Anderson says she's done wearing a bra, not to be confused with Pam Anderson, who quit wearing most forms of clothing years ago. Jerry O'Connell is taking over for Sharon Osbourne on The Talk. He's doing great so far. Ozzy's already cheated on him. It's 60 Minutes meets Gone in 60 Seconds. Tune in Monday for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Good morning, I'm Rock 107's Prospector, and I visit a lot of websites just to kill time during the morning show or during the day. No, no, not during the morning show, that's when I'm working. But during the day, and one of those is uh, text from last night. And it's just basically drunken text from people all over America, sorted by area codes. They don't know who they are, you don't know their number, you know their area code and what they texted. So I wanted to uh, compile some of the best of them in something I'm calling Intexticated. Area code 917. Now all my porn is stored in my parents' basement. It's like a part of my soul is all boxed up. From the 248, 27-year-olds can still do oral in a car, right? Or is that trashy? Area code 403. Alcohol and video games. A solid Friday night, even before COVID. That's right. It's the drunken text of our fellow man, Intexticated, on Rock 107. From the 732, the best walk of shames are on the highway. Area code 516, I'll be coming off seven days of not drinking. No drugs either. Haven't been this sober since I was in the womb. And from the 519, hey, I'm sure you're asleep because you suck and think sleep is necessary to live or something. You forgot you sent them, but we have them. Intexticated on Rock 107. Right down the road in the 717, so... You're telling me you support us groomsmen giving lap dances to willing patrons? Area code 617. I can't wait to tell our kids we met because you subscribed to my OnlyFans. And from area code 513. I've basically been controlling him with my boobs for months now. I can't imagine what would happen if I started doing it with them. At the Shark Lovers Institution of America, we've officially rebranded shark attacks as shark interactions. That being said, if at some point you've had your leg bitten off by a shark, we're now calling that donating your meat to a shark's mealtime. Good for you. Did a shark take down your boat? Not anymore. That's been rebranded as Splashy Splash Fun Time with Shark Shark. Thank you for your new mindset on these cuddly, fun, and never dangerous friends of the ocean. Hey, look, that one's smiling at you with all its teeth. Aww. The following rant may cause you to pull your hair out, scream at the radio, punch the dashboard. Complaints should be addressed to loudmouthyambag at rock107.com. I'm Rock107's Prospector, and here's what has me jacked. Why do people always pee on the toilet seat in the men's room? I mean, even the ones with that lazy man cutaway in them, you know, the seats that don't go all the way around, so if you're too lazy or too much of a germaphobe to touch the seat, you can urinate through the cutaway without hitting the seat that the next guy has to put his butt on. Yeah, even those seats have pee on them all the time. First of all, man up. Use the urinal. No one's interested in checking out your junior walker and the all-stars while you're evacuating your bladder anyway. So grow a real set and use the urinal. 
Secondly, how poor is your aim that you can't get your stream through a six-inch cutout? It ain't a fire hose, no matter what lies you tell the girls at happy hour. But forgiving all of that, forgiving being ashamed of your gift or your inability to aim, I gotta ask, who raised you? Who raises someone who won't clean up their own mess? If you dribble like Larry Bird and get some on the seat, how about you wipe it off? That way, the next guy doesn't tweak his lower back after recoiling in horror from the cold, wet liquid kissing his squishy, fat cheeks. Could you do me that favor? I'm Prospector. I'm for the people. Who's with me? I gotta, 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 gotta go crazy, man! Ever see the crazy guy screaming at the wall outside the Times building? Where does this rage come from, my son? Tweet us with hashtag... I found Prospector, and we'll come and get him. Prospector, mornings on Rock 107. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A video of four kids in Texas asking their stepdad to officially adopt them has been making the rounds on TikTok. They did it for Father's Day last month. Uh, he's blindfolded when it starts, and then he takes off the blindfold, and they're wearing four different shirts that say, Will you adopt us? Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. What's a yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus. You know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Week, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. If you're about to commit a crime, one that might lead to a lengthy police chase, it's probably a good idea to eat beforehand. A 38-year-old woman named Johanna Gardell of Worcester, Mass., allegedly stole a truck on Tuesday morning last week. Cops caught up with her, but she wouldn't pull over, so the chase was on. Johanna started blowing through red lights and driving on the wrong side of the road into oncoming traffic. She crashed into several vehicles but was still able to get away. The cops called off the pursuit for safety reasons. At that point, Johanna got a hankering for some McDonald's. It was around 8.45 a.m. Apparently, she wanted breakfast, so she hit up the drive-thru. Now, the police weren't actively chasing her, but they did track her down in the drive-thru lane. And that's when Johanna tried to get away again, but she ended up crashing into a pile of mulch on the McDonald's property. She was arrested and is facing dozens of charges, including failure to stop for police. Leaving the scene of an accident with personal injury, assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon, malicious mischief to motor vehicle, disturbing the peace, and disorderly conduct. Nominee number two. Sometimes thinking on your feet is the wrong thing to do, especially if it involves a crime. A 34-year-old guy in Ohio got pulled over last week outside a Walmart near Cleveland, and he tried to get out of it by calling 911 and reporting a fake shooting. He was driving on a suspended license with expired plates, and he had a two-year-old with him who wasn't in a car seat, so he panicked. He called 911 while he was being pulled over and claimed someone had just been shot outside a Walmart. His plan was to make the cops who pulled him over respond to the fake shooting instead, but it didn't work. A 911 dispatcher traced his call and realized he was the same person being pulled over, so they arrested him. He's facing charges for making a false report, and they also cited him for multiple traffic violations. Nominee number three. I guess this guy's never heard of eBay. 36-year-old Matthew Robinson went into a Dick's Sporting Goods near Altoona, Pennsylvania on the 3rd of July, and he walked off with almost $2,000 worth of clothing, 
and shoes that he didn't pay for. Packed it all in his car, and he could have just left, but he decided to walk back into the store and return something he didn't want. It's not clear if he tried to get a refund or just had no use for it and wanted to give it back, but when he walked in, they accused him of stealing, so he took off. Cops were able to track him down using surveillance footage from the store. He's facing charges for retail theft and receiving stolen property. Nominee number four. Taco Bell has been known to cause a fire inside figuratively, but some employees just made that happen literally. Last Monday, just after the 4th of July, employees at a Taco Bell in Nashville thought it would be a good idea to set off some fireworks inside the restaurant. It was all caught on surveillance cameras. They locked the place up to keep customers out, ran around with fireworks in their hands, then went into the men's bathroom and ignited some kind of firework in a trash can. Then they came up with the brilliant plan to do the same thing in a trash can in the main dining room and recorded on their phones. They went outside to get a better view, but then they realized they'd accidentally locked themselves out. While they watched the explosions, one of the fireworks ignited a full-on fire in the restaurant, so they called 911. Firefighters came and put the blaze out. It caused more than $30,000 in damage. 25-year-old Courtney Mays was the shift leader, and she's been arrested, charged with felony aggravated arson. Police expect to make more arrests in the coming days. And the winner is... The Taco Bell employees who set off fireworks inside the restaurant, then went outside to watch and accidentally locked themselves out as the entire building caught fire and they caused $30,000 worth of damage. You guys are the yambags of the week. Congratulations. Stay tuned Monday morning for more nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day right here on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.